What's going on, everybody? Back with the Coast to Coast podcast brought to you by Penalty Box Radio. My name's Matt Best, and we've got the fellas with us again. We've got the trifecta. After a week away, we've got Christian Marin back. Let's check in with him. Christian, how are things? I'm good. How are you, Matthew? Oh, I'm good. We missed you for the Mac Miller talk, and uh, feel kind of bad. So maybe later in the episode, we'll let you chime in with that. It's all good. Well, we did talk. We did talk like four hours of Star Wars. So yeah, so you would have been I'm bored sure to tears. Didn't miss much. That other voice you hear is none other than Nick Andrade. Nick, uh, why don't you catch everyone up on what happened before the show just then with your little spider pal? Well, um, I've been uh, creating some friendships with a few little spiders in my bathroom uh, the last few weeks, and uh, I'm just sitting on my bed, and one crawled up my arm, and uh, he's going to get a talking to later. And you gave him a pretty big scream, too, which scared the ever-living shit out of me, but here we are. Well, something was crawling up my goddamn arm, Matt. Like I, I didn't know what it was. I it thought it sounded was like someone came. See. It sounded like someone came into your room and like was trying to steal from you. Maybe I don't want anyone to steal my PS4, Nintendo Switch, and MacBook, and iPhone, and earpods. So <laughs> Nick, can I have your Nintendo <laughs> Switch and your MacBook? No, it's it's not for sale. What games you are you playing? Rob it from me. What games are you playing right now? Uh, I'm playing right now. I'm playing on the PS4. I'm playing uh, the fall, last uh, Fallen Order Star Wars, and it's really fucking difficult. Is it um, fun? I've heard mixed reviews. Oops, about sorry that. if I swear. It's it's really good and it's really Star Warsy, but it is hard as hell. Like I'm not very good at puzzles, and uh, it's uh, it's not going. So I was raging a few times today. Uh, Christian, how much would it co- get, or how much would it take to get you to play a Star Wars game? I have a Star Wars game for N64 when I was younger. Oh fun. god! I, what game is that? I don't know. It was on N sixty four. How am I supposed to remember which Star Wars game it was? There's okay. probably like four of them. Matt, we can't talk. I just wanted to. All right, let's talk about hockey. Let's dive into <laughs> it. <laughs> um, all Star Weekend just happened, and I feel like you either love All Star Weekend or you absolutely hate it. And I'm starting to lean more and more towards the hating it. Did you guys manage to catch any of it, Nick? Yeah, I did. Uh, watch the skills competition uh, and watch the awesome uh, f- women's game that uh, the three on three that they played as well. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Um, the skills. I think the skills is the most fun of the night, even though it still is kind of weird. Um, we can dive into that a little bit, but the all star game is still three on three, which is more exciting than not. But it's just like it's just boring, man. It like it, it feels to me like it looks like three on three Timbits hockey because there's like no hitting. <laughs> there's like tiny strides and stuff like that. Christian, we were talking before the pod and I don't know, it's just like mixed reviews about this all star game. Was there anything about it that you enjoyed or is it just more not I don't want to say hateful like feelings, but is it more just disdain towards it? Uh, I don't know, like the skills competition is still eh. I only like seeing who who is the fastest because how fast they can actually go and how yeah. how hard someone can actually shoot. I'm not buying that Al McInnes 100. Like, I, I did not right, a chance. Right away I did, and I was like, mm, why did no other radar thing show his score? And he looked like he was going pretty slow. No disrespect to Al McInnes if he really tried his hardest. Maybe he could, at 56 years old, still hit 100 because the man was a beast and used to break boards with the slap shot. Yeah. Um, but I do like seeing... How hard some of these guys can shoot, and how fast some of them can skate. The rest is all very ant. The women's three on three game was sick. That was like the only entertaining, really, piece of of the night. And then the all star game, I can honestly say I did not watch any of it because I do not watch 
any All-Star games, really. If there is a league that does it properly, it's the CFL. They just name the All-Stars and they don't have an actual game. That's the way it should be done. <laughs> MLB is basically the only sport that could have an All-Star game because you don't have to actually give it 100% the entire time. Um, although I'm sure the Astros find ways to cheat in All-Star games. But yeah, oh. that's about it for me. I'm not a fan of All-Star games. I feel like with the All-Star so? game... Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, is there even a way... To, I don't think there's even, like, people always say the All-Star game's boring. What can we do to revamp it? But, like, I don't ever think there's a way to make it fun and exciting. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Even, like, even mm-hmm. baseball, even baseball, like, they, they made it the home, the, the winner of the All-Star game got home field in the World Series, and everyone hated that. But yeah. that gave it meaning and, meaning, and I actually was one of the few people who liked it. But even, like, NBA basketball, like, NBA All-Star is not exciting for me either. Like, nothing... There is no All-Star game that I enjoy. I find the NBA All-Star game out of all of them probably the most entertaining because I think basketball gives you more of an opportunity to see ridiculous things during the game. Whereas the NHL All-Star game, no. the most ridiculous thing I think you're going to see is the Michigan or like people doing crazy dangles. Whereas in basketball, you're getting Isn't like, that the same thing though? You're seeing dunks as opposed to like, you know, Oh, it is, uh, but I mean like it's a mirror. So in the MLB All-Star game, you're getting crazy home runs. That's what the home run derby's for. In the NBA All-Star game, you're getting crazy slam dunks. That's what the slam dunk competition's for. It's the same thing. Like the breakaway challenge in uh, the NHL All-Star game, that's where you see the Deeks as you would in the All-Star game itself. Like there's nothing yeah. about the game, any major sport, that makes me want to watch it. You'd have to pay me to watch the Pro Bowl, by the way. I could care less about that. Which was on this weekend as Who, well. Like, I watched five minutes of the NHL All-Star game zero seconds of the Pro Bowl, because that just bores me to tears. And I mean, like, we're here, I don't want to say bitching about the game, but we're complaining about it a lot, and the only feasible thing is, like, yeah, like you said, add an incentive for the NHL All-Star game, but what the hell would you add? You you can't really do, like, home ice advantage, because it's such a contrary game. Uh, there's nothing to be done about, there. There's no reason to have any How of about it. We just, just for the leagues to to make that extra couple million dollars off those random jerseys that they release and then random memorabilia with the random all-star logo on it and their nine outdoor games a year that they have. Yeah, just they all look, the jerseys look like ass. I mean, we already touched on that. How about uh, we just, like, um, why, why don't we just name the all-stars like Christian said? They don't play. And then they actually play in the Olympics. Hey, good luck with that. I'd be okay <laughs> with scrapping the all-star game, but uh, there's a few storylines that I was just going through here. And I want to start with a stars guy storyline. Uh, Tyler Sagan basically said that he didn't himself deserve to be there, but Ben Bishop did instead. You're the stars guy, Christian across TSN, across bar down. You are stars guy. What like, do you feel like Sagan is in the right here and not saying that he's wrong. I'm saying like, do you also agree that he shouldn't have been there and that Ben Bishop should have been there? Uh, well, I, to, first off, I don't think it should be that it should be at least one representative per team. Um, like the Detroit Red Wings should not have a representative at the All-Star <laughs> game. You know what I mean? Like they don't have, they, yeah. should, they should stop with that to begin with. Um, again, it's to get those extra sales in every single city. Um, but no, Ben Bishop, 100%, I think, deserved to be there. Um, I don't know if Sagan doesn't deserve to be there. Um, but, I mean, there were definitely guys that weren't there that are having better years than him. But Ben yeah. Bishop, for sure, I feel, 
is always kind of getting a little bit of a, a snub just because, well, he plays in Dallas, and it's I know that Dallas always gets a bit of a snub no matter what. Um, the only time they've been talked about this year was their terrible start to the season, and uh, the yeah. coach got fired, and other than that, you don't hear anything really about them. Um, I, I, I do, do you think, think that, that helps them more? That they don't get Do you all think that, that helps them more that they just talk? don't get all that press? I mean, Bishop has a 927 save percentage, and I guarantee you, like, one in five casual hockey fans would not think Ben Bishop is that high in terms of save percentage. Oh, yeah. And, like, even as, like, his goals against average is always super low. Like, they're a really good defensive team, and I think that, um, like, I think that does help them because I think, especially a guy like Tyler Sagan and even Jamie Ben, like, can you imagine if those guys played in, like, Toronto? Every single thing those guys said or did would be under a microscope and blown up even more. But that's I mean, for so he, many different places. Yeah, and, like, people... Like, I mean, like, Austin Matthews apparently is having the worst season ever, according to Toronto media, so I couldn't even imagine <laughs> the things that would be said about Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn if they were playing in Toronto. So I, I think it does help some teams to be under the radar and not be talked about because guys certainly prefer that rather than being in the spotlight at all times. I mean, we've got a bit of a fantasy chat coming up later, but I mean, I think part of the reason is you get a lot of people playing fantasy hockey and there's just no sexy pick on Dallas right now. Their leading goal scorer is Heinz and he has 15 goals. Everyone else, Radulov 13, Ben 12, Sagan 11. Like there's nobody on this team that's just a fantasy stud. And I think you get a lot of casual fans correlating fantasy studs to them being an actual good team. And the only person on that team who's really a fantasy stud this year is Ben Bishop. Um, another interesting storyline that happened over All-Star Weekend is remember how nobody wanted to re-sign in Ottawa for like the past three, four years and nobody really cares? Well, Anthony Duclair, who's having his finally, like he's having a breakout season, 24 years old, he says he wants to for sure re-sign long-term in Ottawa. And he's just said he wants to be there. He wants to end everything on a positive note. And he wants to be a big part of the rebuild. Nick, Christian, we're all Canadian here. So I feel like we have a really good grasp of what Ottawa's like as a hockey town. Nick, how do you feel about Duclair talking about Ottawa in this sense? And does this really help the franchise attract more people to want to stay there? Or is it always going to have to be internal and hope for a Cinderella story like Duclair? At the end of the day, it all starts and ends with Eugene Melnick, right? Yeah. So, uh, again, like Ottawa, I think is a good hockey town, and 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 you know, Eric Carlson, he wanted to stay there. I think you know uh, Hoffman, Mark Stone, they all wanted to be a part of that team, I believe. So, mm-hmm. I don't really think it's you don't have to wor- think about these you know fairy tale stories to kind of stay with this team like Duclair comes out of nowhere and then he resigns and blah blah blah, and that's how you build your team and you build your team with the youngsters and whatnot I think again if the money is there Ottawa well I don't know I don't know if it's a comparison comparable to Winnipeg or whatnot but like I think if you have a winning team and you have a good ownership group and a, a good fan base I think anybody can sign anywhere especially in hockey I never really see there's no, there's no, like, yes, New York signs a lot of guys, uh, L.A. sometimes, but, like, there's no really giant place where people, where free agents like to go. I think it's because of the kind of hockey player mentality yeah. where they're kind of all almost stoic guys. There's there's not huge personalities in the league. Um, not to say there isn't, but, you know, for the most part. 
and that's why you never see really like dominant. It's not like in the NBA where everyone wants to go to the Lakers. There isn't that place. So I think again, um, like, have you if your guys been group, to good the, place? Have you guys been to the Canadian Tire Center? Yeah. Uh, yes. It, get, you, I you, think it's probably you get a good view at least every single <laughs> every single place. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's a really good. It's got to be like, in downtown in Ottawa, of, right? Yeah, I like when I lived in Ottawa. I always thought when I moved there, I was going to go to a bunch of games because it was cheap. I remember sitting on the glass against the Jets when the Jets were st- finally starting to be pretty decent. I got tickets on the glass for a hundred bucks a seat. I was like, well, this is pretty confusing. Why are they this cheap? And like, that's cheap in terms of Toronto prices. And I know Toronto prices are jacked. Yeah. Well, that's still pretty cheap compared to a lot of places around the NHL. It's just a pain in the ass having that place that far away. It's, what, 45 minutes? Uh, Canada to Ottawa, around there? And then if traffic's brutal, there's only the one highway in and out. You got I just think buses, there's a lot... All those buses waiting, too, to take everyone away from the game. I have a story about that, actually. Uh, I was first <laughs> year university, um, and if you've ever gone out with me, you know that after like a beer, I have to pee about four times. That's just how it happens. I have the <laughs> smallest bladder ever. And so we went to the game, and I was like, okay, I'm going to have a few beers. This is fine. Uh, and yes, Christian, I was old enough to drink. Thank you. Um, and we ended up leaving the game like with five, ten minutes left because it was a blowout. And I was like, okay, whatever. Let's just hop on the bus. Let's get going. Anyways, long story short, I had to hop off the bus on the first stop because I had to pee real bad. And you know what happens after that? You can't get back on the bus, and I had to take a $45 Uber. So uh, just don't don't ever go to sporting events with me. That's just a long story short there. Yeah, I don't go anywhere uh, with you, really. Well, I mean, the last time we went to a sporting event, Nicholas scared the shit out of a child. Oh, yeah, remember when he screamed in her face? <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked about that on this pod. No. I, I was just celebrating that. really loud, and it scared her. The rat was, 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 or was it free t-shirts? Going on oh, it was free oh, yeah, t-shirts. It was a free t-shirt. You should yes. <laughs> run us through the story real quick, Nick, for those who haven't listened to the pod before, in case we've told the story. Uh, we were in, we were at a Raptor game, and it was a really cool section where we sat. I wish we could sit there all the time. It was there just were only three seats. Three, yes, three seats in the row. That's it. And it was, oh, loved it. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we were fine. getting a little... Yeah, we were getting a little rambunctious, and uh, the free T-shirt comps, uh, the free T-shirt contest came out, and you know all these children were, were yelling super loud, and there was this one kid especially, who was like, making the most annoying <laughs> voice every time. She was going like, rah, rah. sorry, like I should have warned people for that, but she was literally just doing that every time, and so then I just went. <laughs> Really loud, like. <laughs> she was also and like eight. She was yeah. She was like eight years yeah, old. she was with like her eight. Mother. I wasn't doing it at her. I was just mimicking her in the, like I was going out into the universe. It wasn't at her directed, but it was so loud that it scared her so. Like she just jumped out of her seat and like just looked at me so angrily. In conclusion, Nick, Nick <laughs> and, has not uh, been allowed at the Raptors games ever since yeah that doesn't go back since. anymore yeah, they took <laughs> my the, picture and put it on the wall that's the last sporting event i think the three of us have been to yeah which was we don't years hang out ago. anymore that's because yeah. i live way too far away you we both all live work far opposite away. schedules like we all work different <laughs> well, schedules let, and we all live too far away it's all of our own fault you live you live in branford christian lives in mississauga and works in scarborough i work downtown and live in brampton it's literally the 
worst. <laughs> there is no thing. middle ground for any of us. No. Um, what, before we jump off the oh. All-Star game real quick, I just want to bring up that Shooting Stars competition. I hated it. I thought yeah. it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, Pasternak was talking about, oh, I'm sorry I lost. I should have practiced shooting at a 30-foot thing that's so far away from me. Why are you making the thing worth the most points, the easiest one to hit out of all of them? And why are you making it so incredibly difficult to see if the puck goes in it or not? Uh, did you guys like the event or not? Christian, we'll start with you. Well, let's just say this. I worked on Friday night, and I had it on, the entire competition on, to pay attention for obvious work reasons. And when that competition came on, I could honestly say the only two times I looked up is when I heard Brett Hall's name and thought, oh my god, Brett Hall is walking out there right now? Like, this guy must be hammered. And then (laughs) the other time was, I heard Patrick Kane's name. Patrick Kane was in that, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was when they said Patrick Kane's name and everyone booed because they were in St. Louis, and those were the only two times I looked up, and I did not watch any of that. It just... It was... It seemed like they just saw Dude Perfect do something one time, and then the Penguins copied them, and then (laughs) NHL wanted to copy them. That's how a lot of the NHL's content works. They're like, what can we do that was something that was, like, so long ago that we can bring back, and people will think it's a cool thing, and let's overdo it. So they did that, and it was no good. Mm -hmm. Nick, do you bring that event back next year? Yeah, I, 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 I think it's it was kind of cool the concept. I think if they flush it out some more, uh, then I think it'd be a really cool event. Uh, but I want to just quickly go to the friggin' uh, accuracy challenge. Why the hell did they not just have actual, like, oh the styrofoam things, bullseyes? Oh yeah, my like why God. was it? There was I saw something on Twitter too. Like someone had hit the 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 post. And it activated. It activated anyway. Yeah. So it looked <laughs> like. I, come on, guys, just use like technology is I cool. But what the hell are you doing there? But I was fine with. Everyone says, "Oh, bring it back to the styrofoam thing that blasts." So like, I'm. I was okay with last year. They used guys that were in the competition's faces, and it was still an <laughs> electronic. It was electronic circle, but at least it went from blue to red, and it looked cooler. And I like that better than frigging just squares that it was, yeah like yeah, first all star so game dumb. and stuff like that like throw up a lower third on there on the broadcast or put it in a corner like yeah. it or something i'm picturing going up and trying to get four accurate shots and just seeing nick smiling in all four targets <laughs> Rip slap <laughs> see but that's good there. i think it's good I'd yeah, throw it yeah. Off. like my face is in there but i can't yeah, like, put hit, your, let's hit that guy yeah the, the biggest just put your biggest rival in there every time uh, that's, <laughs> exactly um before we head out of here Let's talk about a couple more things. Uh, fantasy hockey. I feel like every few episodes we dive into fantasy hockey. But going into the second half of your fantasy hockey season, I think it's important we talk about players you should be picking up, players you should be staying away from, general strategy, stuff like that, just for those who are into fantasy hockey. Uh, Christian, is there anybody on your radar that you're definitely looking at picking up from any team across the league? I mean, there's guys like Connor Brown out there who are on a hot streak. <laughs> Uh, you have the guy out in Columbus, Bjorkstrand. If he's available, I think you should still pick him up. Any guys like that? So, Bjorkstrand just got picked up in my league. I'm just pulling up my thing right now to see who's kind yeah. of available. So, like, someone dropped Declare before the All-Star break. And, I mean... Mm-hmm. What? It, like, I, I looked at it, I was like, maybe... I think some people are thinking, okay, I've gotten 21 goals out of him. How many more goals is he going to score? But you can't look at right. it that way because, like... There's no projection that way. There's guys that 
like a declare this year. This might be the, the, the year that declare scores 40 goals, and he may never do that again and still hit 20 year after year. So I'm thinking, looking at this, he's he is someone that I might I might want to jump on in terms of availability. Um, Does the fact that he hasn't scored in nine games scare you off at all? The fact that he plays for Ottawa is what scares me off. I don't care about the not <laughs> scoring in nine games. It's If he's not scoring, there's no one else that's going to be scoring. That's what scares me for, for him. So in terms of that, I would probably just stick away. Um, right. There are a bunch of like Minnesota Wild guys available because no one really likes having any Wild players, but they, they've picked it up at time from like throughout the, like the last little bit of the season like they got hot at certain times i mean they beat the stars seven nothing no one saw that coming yeah um yeah no, there's like in I, i'm in a pretty big league so there's not like huge names really out there um i don't know i'm looking here there's like there's guys that i've had to throughout the year and have dropped them like like nyquist and parisi and i don't know who are you guys looking at um, I've been actually looking at, he's been on the waiver wire for the last week since he, or last two weeks, Ilya Kovalchuk. Oh yeah. Nick, I, I tell me why or why not? Yeah, like, I, I don't know what to do, man. Like I was going to drop him. It's so perplexing. <laughs> it's, I'm confused if he's going to stick with the Canadians and well, if he gets traded from the Canadians, what happens then? Cause now he's on that super duper like dirt cheap team friendly contract so it makes him a valuable commodity for other teams just ride the wave right yeah so you're are you saying i should pick him up well if he's on montreal i think so because they they're gonna play him heavy mm-hmm. uh because they need they need scoring right so they'll play him they'll play him on the power play all that stuff all that good stuff if he gets traded then maybe think about uh who's he who's well, he playing for well, and if you should drop him but in montreal i think you should keep him what I was gonna say was like I was well, I was ready to drop him right before his two goal game, and then he scored yeah. again right after that. Um, in my big league, I, I've got him and like Dano has been really good for the Habs even when Deneau's they've been, been pretty bad. Good. Yeah, so yeah. he was someone I was gonna actually just bring up because I know in one of my leagues he's available. Depends on your categories too, I guess. But he is mm-hmm. a guy as much as the Habs have been struggling has been pretty productive all season for them, and now he's playing with Kovalchuk, so it's kind of bringing them both to life a little bit um i've seen like even um like hints has been dropped too in some leagues i picked him up in one of them and like he's been good because he gets like shorthanded time and power play time he's been really big on the power play lately um mm-hmm. so he could be someone to target too if someone does does drop him I know i've like... i've held him since the start of the season i drafted him and kept him yeah, like he, I've he just really I've stashed him on sleeper, IR. Sleeper pick to take this year, and he's been he's been nice. Yeah. I'm glad you kept him. I he's been so good. He like he woke up last year towards the end of the season, and then this year he got off to a great start. Then he got hurt, and I was like, all right, I need the depth there. I'll just stash him away. Uh, another stash question for you: Vladimir Tarasenko is available in some leagues. He's only 69% owned on Yahoo, but there's no confirmation if he's going to be back in time for the season or not. It's more of a, yeah, he skated for the first time. On January 21st, he skated for the first time since late October. If you have that extra IR spot there, is Tarasenko a guy you can burn it on there, Nick? Oh, 100%. Obviously, Tarasenko. I don't know when he's going to come back, but if you have an IR spot, then why not? You decide, again, with IR spots, you decide if if there's a guy you'd rather have on IR rather than another. So if if Tarasenko is a top-tier guy, 
Just mm-hmm. keep him there if, if you have that option. Another guy I'm thinking is like Victor Olofsson. Yeah, I was about to say that, from, that uh, too. Sabres. That's a good one. Yeah, he's uh, he he should be coming back in the next few weeks, and and he you know tore it up in the first half of the season. So keep an eye on him if he's still on the waiver wire. Yeah, he's a. Stud. Do you guys do? Do you guys do a lot of moves before your trade deadline, or are like you trades? guys that just like this is yeah like trades, or do you just like the kind of manager in fantasy hockey where you keep what you have and you just ride it out for the most of the year? Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at it. I now. rarely trade. You, I that? have done. I rarely trade. I've done a lot of trades this year in my one league. I'm just looking at this now. I traded uh, Kale McCarr away, which is wow, prob- you idiot! Yeah, I traded Kale McCarr and Kale McCarr, Pierre Luc Dubois for Jack Eichel. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. What the heck? Who, who's trading Jack Eichel? Well, I also got rid of a second round pick. I got rid of a second round pick, and I took on an eleventh. But I mean, Jack Eichel's production is way more than I'm ever going to get out of Kale McCarr. So I'm okay with yes. that. Like, there's a there's, this yeah. league is ridiculous. This is a league where I posted on Twitter. That one guy has 166 moves. Oh, oh my god! It's... Well, I'll like I'll entertain yeah, trades so if people want to send me them. I don't really actually yeah. go, unless it's like right before playoffs, and I'm like I need to maybe try to get a piece or two. Um, I don't really look at the rosters and try to make trades. I just focus on what I have and who's on the waiver wire, and just hope that someone makes a real, real random play and drops a stud. Uh, mm-hmm. which does happen from time to time, especially when you play in an all-Leafs league. Um, there's always <laughs> some studs being dropped. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not big on trades. I've got no problem with people going out and making a bunch of trades. I'm just honestly too lazy to go look at everyone's rosters and start <laughs> trying. I used, to, I used to love that, but now I'm just like, ah, screw it. If you want to send me a trade, I'll look, but I'm not going to go out and piece up people's rosters and try planning trades and stuff like that because everyone just has the mentality that someone's trying to screw the next person and everyone oh, gets yeah. all sketchy and defensive so i just yeah. don't bother uh nick are you a trader or are you a holder i hold that i rarely trade in any fantasy leagues ever because i always feel bad that i'm gonna make a mistake or I feel like these guys are like my my sons. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I agree with that. They are my that sons. <laughs> I'd rather have someone and have them just fail and be like, "Well, you tried your best, then like I traded you and you just went off for some new team just That's after what I I'm traded you." I'll rather just have someone just not have the year that I expected rather than trading someone and then they go off for that person. Exactly. <laughs> um, we're diving into the second half of the NHL season here. Before we head out, let's do a safe prediction about the NHL season for the rest of the way. <laughs> you love those predictions. I, eh? I love predictions, man. <laughs> I like being wrong or being super right. We'll do a safe prediction. Every we'll time. do a bold prediction. Um, my safe prediction, I'm going to just take a layup here. The Leafs will make the playoffs. That's, Does anyone uh, disagree? Uh, that's your no, that's safe. Uh, why do you have to mention the Leafs, Matt? <laughs> we Jeez, always bring just... up the Leafs once an episode with a Canadian podcast. I know, podcast. why does it have to be you all the time? Okay, I'll just say <laughs> the Leafs will make the playoffs. You can tell everyone why or why not. And why is that a safe option? They're not in the playoff spot right now. They're four points out of the Panthers spot right now. I They're don't know. Fine. The Panthers have Joel Quenville and Jonathan Huberdeau. They're fine. And Alex it's fine. All right. That's my safe prediction okay. there. They're too good. Frederick okay. Anderson is just in a wicked slump right now. The team plays yeah, a just hell score of a in lot. his five hole. He'll be okay. <laughs> just make him make unreal saves like he did in the exhibition game. Um, yeah. Hit me with a safe prediction. Uh, safe prediction. 
Christian, you go first. My safe prediction is that the Detroit Red Wings will finish in last place in the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> will they get the first overall pick? I hope so, because that team needs something. They're actually pitiful to watch. Oh, they're so they're... sad. I work with someone who's who's a Detroit fan because he's from Windsor, so he's just an all-around Detroit sports fan. And yeah. he even said when Bertuzzi was going in that one event, he's like, if Bertuzzi wins this, it shows how much of a joke All-Star Weekend is because he probably shouldn't even be there to begin with. <laughs> like, everyone expected the Senators to be the worst in the league this year, but it's the Red Wings are just awful. Jer- they won't get Lafreniere either. Is shocking. New Jersey is shocking after all those moves and firing their GM, no, but too. I don't I, – this is something I brought up the other day, but have you ever seen a, te- a team in the post-lockout era? Because the parity is normally there, and even the, the worst teams in the league aren't the worst te- – like, they're not that bad. They're, they're kind of close to 500. Yeah. The Red Wings, man. I haven't seen us – I haven't seen a team with 12 wins in 50 games – for a long time. Yeah. Like, I can't remember the last team that was that bad. It's terrible. Like, well, like, they barely have 100 they're, goals. They're barely scoring two goals a game. It didn't help that Mantha went down, and Mantha was like everyone, if you were playing fantasy, that was the guy you wanted to draft from them. And Zadina hasn't been great. I mean, he's lighting up the AHL in his two games he's been down there. But it, it, the team is not good. They don't have a stud that you're super excited for. They don't have anything that you're really happy for. I'm on their website right now, and their top image is Bertuzzi gets goal and four assists in first NHL All-Star game, and their second one is Bertuzzi enjoys busy day at skills competition. Wow. It's likely to be his first and last, as bad as that sounds. I think that's a pretty... (laughs) Well, I mean, if they have Lafreniere, then it'll be all good. No, they'll find a way to not get him. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you think so? Yeah, probably. Like, I just have a feeling. I don't like the NHL draft lottery. I genuinely think if you finish last, you deserve the first pick. And I think that's because I've been screwed in fantasy football before, and Christian's been screwed in fantasy football before, and yeah, you do, just do, deserve. The NFL does it right. It's literally should just be based off the standings from. Yes, if you and are, season. if you are a literal just shit team, you deserve the most help you can get, not some luck of the draw. Nick, do you have your uh, safe prediction? Oh, um, hmm, I had it, but no, that's what my safe prediction is that the Tampa Bay Lightning will finish in first in the Atlantic and the, and the Leafs and the Bruins will finish in second and third. Really? They will play each other once again. Okay. I think, I think Tampa's going to, the way Boston's playing and they can't seem to win in overtime at all, uh, I think they'll jump them. So that's my safe prediction. Yeah, okay. Do you have your bold one? Because I'm really curious if that's safe, what your bold one is. I have a bold one, and my bold prediction is that the Ottawa Senators <laughs> don't are going to get the top two picks Okay. <laughs> in the NHL draft. Okay, I thought you were going to say something. Were you going to say that like, they were going to make the, the playoffs? playoffs? I was like, don't do this. <laughs> no, they're too bad. Yeah, because they have the Sharks but pick too, th- right? Yeah, they do. Ugh. Imagine they get, like... Uh, Quentin Byfield and, and, and Lafreniere. <laughs> that would be... The Senators would come out of just mediocrity real quick. From yeah, but who guys. cares? Real they, they can make the Stanley Cup final and they'd still have to put Black no one will give on a the shit upper bowl because no one's there. I remember be, I was there. That's when I got like a real good taste of how bad that place is. I went to go see the Penguins and Sens there and they closed off a whole section. I was like, what the hell's going on? Um, Christian, do you have your bold prediction? What's your bold prediction? 
I'll it's go not first. like you went, I'm you trying. Went, you went first on the last one, so I'll say it this time. Okay. I'll go with. Nick brought them up. The Florida Panthers will finish ahead of the Maple Leafs and the Bruins and the Lightning and take top spot in the division. (laughs) I will give you $10 if you're right. That's it. I'm not giving you any. Oh, man. Matt. Wow. Yeah, I'll give you money too just for getting right. I have a 1-0 and record on wild bets with you, so I'm down for this you, bet. Wait, do you want to make a bet? Well, I'll make a bet with you straight up. Leafs finish ahead of the Panthers. You have four points in hand. Panthers have 61 points. The Leafs have 57. I'm not shaving my head. Hold on. I will not, I will not be shaving my head. Are you writing this down? No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to pull up here the standings. I can read them off. Bruins, 70 points. Lightning, 62. Panthers, 61. Leafs, 57. And how many games then from played? That's what I was looking for. I knew the 49. Points. 49 each. 49 each. So I'm giving you four points. All right. Yeah, let's do it. We'll figure out the terms of the bet. If anybody listening has anything they want us to bet on, let us know. I, I will just, not shave I my head. Gonna, I will not dye my hair. I was just going to say I will not $10. get a tattoo. Can we throw eggs at your head? $10. How about... I'm down with some egg smashing and ten dollars. Yeah, I want to smash eggs on your head. For however many points each team is separated by, that's how many eggs get smashed on the top of your head. <laughs> we how just start this? pelting Matt with eggs. Not pelting, like just take Matt. it and smash it on top. Matt, <laughs> if Florida finishes ahead of the Leafs, yeah, I get to throw as many like points, that many eggs, at Nick, and if the Leafs finish ahead of the Panthers, you get to throw that many eggs. At no, that's the bet, right? I'm down. Why yeah, am I'm I? Down. I'm down. Why am I involved? <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm down for that, and then me and you, you know will what just I'm gonna do. All right, we but we have shaken on this deal. We are virtually shaking. Yes. Witness. Thanks, I'm Nick. not doing anything that involves me. <laughs> yes, you are. And you know what? If we have to, if if we hit Matt with eggs, I'm gonna hard boil them and not tell him. <laughs> You're and a dick. Throw them at him. Don't do that. <laughs> People uh, in high school used to egg my house and egg my car. And then one day I found out that they were like, I'd go to the gym, ha ha ha, and uh, they would gift wrap my car around Christmas time in the parking lot. They'd find out when I was going to the gym because I was a douchey kid and I would post on Facebook and Twitter about it. Um, And yeah, I'd come back outside and my car would be gift wrapped. It wasn't the greatest. (laughs) My, uh, My bold prediction, I don't really have a bold prediction, man. Um, My bold prediction. You could just win the cup. No, that's just stupid. But you said they're going to make the playoffs. That's pretty stupid, too. That's not that (laughs) dumb. Um, (laughs) Three points out. That's not good. Four points. Oh, I thought you were talking about the bet. Four points out. Four points, yeah. Four points out. Yep. My bet, my bold prediction is that Dominic Kubalik wins the Calder. He is five points back. That's boring that's not boring. Kale McCarr is like prediction. That's, that's not so boring. Oh, some guy's gonna win the Calder. I oh, hate come you. Come on, give me something better than that. All right. Oh, you're such a. Uh... Yeah. None of these are there fun now. <laughs> Just your bold prediction is that the Leafs won't make the playoffs. The no, opposite they, of your they, they same prediction. Yeah, and have egg smashed on my head, hard boiled. <laughs> 
Uh, none of these are bold, and it's really irritating me. Um, okay, this All isn't right, that well, bold. This isn't that bold, but I think the Canucks fall out of the Pacific Division. They don't make the playoffs. Okay. Is that acceptable? Can we take that? Well, they're in first place right now, so yeah, I guess. Okay, the Canucks <laughs> do not make the playoffs is my bold prediction. Any final thoughts well, they're, for me? They're, in, they're in first place in the Pacific by one point, and Shh. four other teams have 57 points. I'm bad at bold predictions. <laughs> Just leave me alone with that. I uh, think this guy's going to win the Calder. I hate yeah. you. Any final thoughts for me? Head out of here, Nicholas. <laughs> Uh, I hope the spider doesn't crawl in my mouth tonight. <laughs> I hope it does. I hope it goes right down your throat. Christian, any final thoughts before we head out of here? Watch out for the spider, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> for Nick Andrade and Christian Marin, this has been the Coast to Coast Podcast on Penalty Box Radio. Look out for spiders, and we'll catch you next time. Move!